Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I seem to have milk discharge coming out of the end of my willy whenever I polish it. It's got cum. Oh, I see. That's good, is it? Very nice. <laughs> that's, that's good, is it? I don't know. <laughs> All righty then. Okay, I think we've got the... Got the mics adjusted. We've got the sound adjusted. I'm maladjusted, <laughs> and we're we're ready to we're ready to rock whenever you want, Chief. Are you recording? I am, sir. Yeah. Let's do this. Three years ago, in 2012, a crack duo, one martial arts expert and surprisingly good mimic. The other, a weapons specialist and professionally bearded, was sent to separate recording stations thousands of miles apart to do an 80s and 90s action commentary podcast for a crime they happily committed. Something James Spader told them about that involved an industrial drum of coconut butter hand lotion and a common household whisk. These men promptly created a passion-filled wave of action adoration that swept throughout the internet underground. Today, still wanted by Steven Seagal for making one too many jokes about his expanding gut and knitted hair, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you love action, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you should be listening to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid commentaries. This podcast, people, explodes. Hello and welcome to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. I am Dr. Action. And I am the Kick-Ass Kid. And uh, we are exactly uh, what you need in your life. A lot like really floppy titties and hard, large, unwieldy cocks. Oh, yes. Yes, hello. And uh, (laughs) I'll be playing the part of the excessively floppy titties this evening. And I'll be a cock. Nice. All right, then, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Dr. Action, uh, the informal action podcast uh, that comes out whenever we fucking feel like it and whenever we have time. Um, I think we've done about five episodes this year, but that doesn't mean I love Doc any less. It just means uh, we've been all over the place uh, like a, a sort of unwieldy pudding. Yes, flip-flopping away uh, all over the place. But uh, One might get say like a granny's memories. Yeah, yeah, the episodes will come out when we feel like it. Like, hopefully, next year we can get back more into a routine, but, you know, it's been a bit of a... It's been a bit of a up-and-down year, hasn't it? It has been a bit of an up-and-down year, but uh, we've figured it out. We've uh, hacked our way, some might say, through the proverbial wheat field of life, and we've come out the other end a little scratched, a little bruised, a little tarnished, but still standing tall and farting like a trooper. Oh, yes, like Peter Salas after, <laughs> after he's eaten some cabbage. Right, not unlike Peter Salas after he's eaten some cabbage. You're quite right, Doc. They're showing us just how apt uh, uh, he can be. Uh, so how have you been, sir? And uh, how have your action uh, movie watching been? 
my action movie watching has been very good. Myself has been very good. I watched The Last Boy Scout last night. Nice. Friday night's a good night for football. Oh, it definitely is. We've done a commentary on that film, I do believe. We have. We have. It's my first time watched since the commentary. That film's fucking classic. Oh, uh, it's amazing. And it has the legendary Rick Duckerman in it. It does. It does. I believe... Uh, in some trivia I've just made up, yeah. he was paid twenty million for his uh, for his two minute cameo. For his cameo of man in dressing gown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that what that is the second Rick Duckerman sighting in a uh, Bruce Willis movie. One might say that the two best Bruce Willis action movies also feature Rick Duckerman. He was in Die Hard as well, wasn't he? He is. He's the uh, electrician guy who they're like, turn off the whole grid. He's like, I don't know that I can do that. They're like, shut it down. He goes, I can lose my job. He's like, shut it down. He goes, I don't. And then he gets on the phone, doesn't he? He's like, shut it down. I got Robert Davy here singing at me. (laughs) I listened to my Robert Davy um, uh, interview the other day. And uh, re- remembered that he's done a song called um, A New York Christmas. And the, yeah. the funny thing is, is that I had done a song called New York Christmas, like back in 09. Um, so the fact that Davy and I, uh, and he was like, I- I'm the first one to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to say anything, Davs. But I think you'll find I was the first one to do it. Okay. So mine uh, compares the uh, reindeer, reindeer to uh, drunken sex fiends and uh, Mrs. Claus as a hooker underneath the Triborough Bridge. Um, but uh, <laughs> still. I don't think Robert Davey was in, in for that. He's too wouldn't Republican. It, <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing, though, if he didn't know that A New York Christmas Was Me had found it online... <laughs> He goes, some fucking English scumbag is no, no. saying that Mrs. Claus is a damn whore. No, no, but if he found it, right, if he found it and then copied it thinking no one would notice <laughs> and performed it on, like, because he was on Fox Morning or, like, Fox with Friends or whatever it was when he performed uh, a New York uh, City Christmas, and uh, he he should have just... Cracked into my song. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been that. He, he, and then you could have sued him. Yeah. Or would you sue him, or would you just sort of say, "Come on, Robert." Oh, I would. I would say you can have that one, Dabs. Uh, yeah. Just uh, give me the what, ten percent, fifteen percent, the yeah. royalties. He probably did so many copies. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me in the interview, he "Goes, uh, I think it's going to become something of a tradition." I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That hasn't happened, does it? <laughs> How long ago was the interview? Um, I don't know, three years ago, I think. Yeah, still time then. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. still time. Still time for the Robert Davy classic uh, yeah. New York Christmas to really, really shine. Yeah, it's not as though Slade has caught on. Right, no. It, you know, or Paul McCartney. No. You know, they've not caught on. Cliff no. Richard. No, exactly. Or uh, to pow. Did they do a Christmas song? <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ring my titties at Christmas. 
because uh, I like to believe that the lead singer of Tapau had uh, two bells pierced into her nipples. I, you know what? <laughs> that would make Christmas for me. <laughs> if I just if I found that out, yeah. that just that'd that just make, make my Christmas. That make Christmas. And what if Salis shuffled up with a couple of mallets and played yeah. the bells like a glockenspiel? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing glockenspiel with your tits, Lord. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing the bells of St Mary's on your knockers, Gromit. Uh, <laughs> I like to believe that he just calls everybody Gromit now. <laughs> just, it's just easier for him. It's him and Seagal. <laughs> Seagal calls everyone Johnny and he calls everyone Gromit. Johnny and Gromit. That's John, a film. Johnny and Gromit, I love, I love the sound of that. Have uh, you noticed that Steven Seagal on Facebook is putting loads more posts he's, on there? He's become a lot more active since some uh, arseholes decided to bomb Paris or shoot people in Paris. Seagal's now like, I'm going I'm to single-handedly take them down with my flappy hands. Well, maybe not single-handedly, Johnny. I use both hands. Why do people just... I'm confused. I gotta take it down with both hands. Now, when I said single-handedly, I was just talking out my ass. I might need both. Is that okay? Is that okay, Johnny? I might need. I might need both hands. Or is that cheating? I have to tie one <laughs> hand behind my back. As long as I'm so fat, I can't get my hand behind my back. It hurts, Johnny. I just put it in one of my rolls. Today, Stephen Seagal strode into Paris. <laughs> I'm here to solve all this. I'm here this. to solve the problem. I'm here to give everybody a gun, because that'll <laughs> solve the problem if everybody was armed. And I'm um, Steven Seagal. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> we, uh, but please, we are in no way whatsoever making light of uh, uh, any uh, terrorist activity. Uh, although I would say this right now, I do believe that life... Laugh, Lifing? I don't believe that lifing. <laughs> I do believe that laughing in the face of adversity and not letting these fuckers get the upper hand uh, is the only way to do not. it. Uh, and the only way to do it is to go up, moon them, moon the terrorists. What are they going to do? You know what I mean? Moon the terrorists and have a uh, flower sticking out of your arsehole. Yeah, that's a sign of peace. That's peace for. right there. A flower sticking out of your stinky ring. <laughs> Stinky Ring, the terrorist bastards. Good evening and welcome to Stinky Ring. Um, I don't know why it would be a TV show, but it is now. It is now. It is now. Hosted by Donald Trump. <laughs> Trump's come from your bum hole. I like it there that his, is it his daughter that's called like Ivanka or something? I think it was his wife. You know, his wife is Ivana, isn't it? I, I Ivana Trump a lot. Which always makes me laugh because it always sounds like, Ivana Trump! <laughs> uh, I just did. Ivana Trump, but I followed through. D does, uh, Trump, <laughs> does, do, does Trump mean the same thing in America as it does over here? No. Oh, no. So o it over here his... it means a big, flabby sack full of noxious wind. Oh, wait a minute. That does mean the same thing over here. <laughs> Yes, because obviously since uh, we were last on the air, Donald Trump 
has uh, uh, taken over uh, in America uh, for the uh, Republican candidacy and uh, is going to be spending the next 12 months making my life a living fucking hell by saying some of the most ridiculously stupid fucking things that have ever been said anywhere. If everybody in, Amer- in France had a gun, there wouldn't have been this problem. Yeah. Radio. Yeah, Radio, that's Donald. the great thing. Radio. I think what we need, probably, Donald, you're right, I think what we need is more guns. And that way, maybe some people in the uh, in the um, nightclub could have been caught in the crossfire. We could have had an even bigger death toll. That yep. would have been great. Uh, my chair makes a farting noise. I don't know if you can hear that, but when I lean back, listen. Hang on. There we go. Do you hear that? Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm trying to make it not do that, but it keeps doing that. So if you keep hearing farting, it's my chair or it's my ass, and I'm farting and get over it because human beings do that. They do. That was the chair. (laughs) Except uh, who doesn't fart? There's got to be a perfect human being that doesn't fart. Uh, Sebastian (laughs) Coe. Probably not who I'd have gone with. No. Uh, Um, uh, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz definitely doesn't fart. No. No, not... uh, And uh, one of the crankies. Well, no, I would say that both crankies fart. No, not the bloke. Not the bloke. No? He's medically proved he's got no arsehole. Oh, okay. Because the the arsehole's the little woman. (laughs) Yes, she makes up for both of them. She makes up the arsehole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'll put it in the little ass. So, you watched um, Last Boy Scout? Yes. What else did you watch, sir? What else have I watched? Let me have a look. I have watched... (sighs) Since I can't can't remember what... I've got a list, but I can't... uh, Mean Guns. Christopher Lambert, I can't remember. Ah, Christophe Lambert. I am French, and I will fight you, Mario Van Peebles. Big game, Samuel L. Jackson. Watch oh, is that. that good? Isn't that yeah, good? It Isn't is a good film. A lot of fun, right? I reviewed yeah. that on the After Movie Diner. Take a listen and fucking support the show via Patreon. Well, so Strange Days, Ray Fiennes. Strange Days. I love that movie. Uh, I think that Angela Bassett should have continued an action career. She should, shouldn't he? she? Because I, I loved agree. Angela Bassett in that. I thought she could have been the next Pam Greer. She could. She could She could still be the next Pam Greer. She could still be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched Bad Boys 1 and 2 because I got them on Blu-ray. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Uh, I watched Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt. Have you seen that? No. It's quite fucking boring. Not killing me softly with uh, Heather Graham and Titty film? The film with the titties? The film with breasts? I've never seen such a thing in my life. I don't watch titty films. Sorcerer with Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider in Sorcerer. Not Warlock then with Julian Thad. Julian's <laughs> then. I'm an actor playing playing a warlock. <laughs> Cop car, Kevin Bacon. Watch that. That's fucking awesome, isn't that awesome? That's, that's a good film. I enjoyed that. I've done Cop Car and I've done Big Game on the After Movie Diner. Support the thing on Patreon, motherfuckers. 
Tomorrowland with George Clooney. I've done that on the Diners One. I like that That's movie as well. It. We are still here. I did watch that as well. Yeah, I've done that on the Diner. Yeah. No, I did that on uh, the Abelique Horror Podcast. Yes. Uh, what else have I watched? I got to talk loads. to Andrew Sensenig, who says that when he comes to New York, he's going to buy me a drink. Nice. He said right. on Twitter, he's like, I've got to buy you a drink. And I was like, next time you're in New York, let's hang out. Excellent. It was really weird, actually, because Andrew Sensenig, who's the guy with a glass of the curly hair, right? When he mm. was on the uh, Diabolique, a real horror show podcast uh, when I was interviewing him after I'd done with the interview we were chatting away it's absolutely true and he's like so where are you John I was like oh it's in New York he goes whereabouts do you live I was like oh up in the Bronx he was like really my daughter lives up in the Bronx (laughs) I was like all right and he's like yeah we often come and visit my daughter she's just out of college you know she's doing this this and this and I was like Really? And I was trying to think in the back of my mind, is he trying to set me up with his daughter? (laughs) I thought any minute he was going to be like, and the guy she's dating is a fucking tard, and I'd like it if you wrestled him for her hand in marriage. Yeah. I'm going to bring you $5,000, John, and I want you to make it look like an accident. But in all uh, seriousness, Andrew Sensenick also plays a character in the TV series... Powers, uh, which was on uh, the Sony PlayStation uh, website streaming thing, uh, which also has Charlotte Copley in it and uh, Michelle Forbes and Eddie Izzard and Noah Taylor and a whole bunch of people in it, that, although the special effects are, of course, not as uh, 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 polished as something like uh, a Daredevil or, or uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, it's still a bloody good um, comic book TV show one of my favourites, I have it on Blu-ray, strongly suggested to everyone listening. I don't think it's been it's even been shown here yet. I think you can stream it on the Sony webpage, I think. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. I'll have a, I'll have a look. Have a look. If not, have a look on Amazon. It might be available stream there. Season one. But I liked it. I thought it was bloody good. Because I'm a big Charlotte Copley fan, of course. Um, of course. But also, of course. Also, because my boy Sensenig was in it, I had to give it a shifty. Yeah. Well, you're good mates with him, aren't you? I'm good mates with him. He wants me to fuck his daughter. <laughs> you're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I might not. I don't think he listens to this show. Yeah, Beto's he, 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 he a fan now. He's like, I listened to your doctor action and he kick-ass kid. You you said about fucking my daughter. <laughs> I was going to buy you a drink and now you get <laughs> nothing. You get nothing from me, Mr. Cross. <laughs> you get nothing, sir. You stole fizzy lifting drink. Uh, <laughs> and threatened to fuck my daughter. Uh, oh, there's no trivia on his uh, IMDb page. So, I probably get an email from him that went, you can fuck my daughter, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was insinuating when I told you where she lived. Do you yeah. want her address? Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Why is the that webcam terrible? on before you do it? Why is that it, terrible? Though? I'm a gentleman. I would look after his daughter. I would treat her right. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'd take her out for a drink first, you know, drop a pill in her drink, like you know, the way the way gentlemen do it. That's how I go on a date. Exactly. Sometimes I even say to him, "Shall I put the shall I put the tablet in your drink now?" Yeah. 
Like, at what point do you want to be unconscious and molested in a pub bathroom? Mm. Now when, now when, now when. And then they say, oh, I think about 8.30. There's no hangover with this new Rohypnol. You just wake up. And and if the girl's ugly, I put it in my own drink. Uh, that was the chair again. Uh, yeah, if the, if the girl's ugly, I stick it up her ass like a suppository. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Andrew Sensenig, yes. What have I been watching? Uh, well, I watched Spy again. Oh, I've got that. I've not watched it yet. Oh, it's good. I liked it. Um, I think it's probably the best thing Melissa McCarthy's done. Of course, Statham is awesome in it. Um, what else have I watched lately? Uh, funny enough, I watched We Are Still Here recently. Um, what other action stuff have I watched? I can't think off the top of my head now. I have, however, uh, tomorrow I will be watching Fast and Furious 6 and 7 back to back. Yeah? That's my plan tomorrow. Oh, of course, Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yep, and I'm all alone. <laughs> So I'm going to do some music. I'm going to record an album, and I'm going to watch Fast and Furious six and seven. Yeah, um, that's what what's what the pilgrims wanted you to do. Yeah, I'm going to eat a big fucking chicken pot pie. You're gonna have a turkey pot noodle. I <laughs> <laughs> they do turkey pot noodles. They don't, but I could find a pot and just put some turkey in it. This chair yeah. is so farty. Just fart. I can't get it to do it on curacle. No. It's always when I think it's not going to do it, and then it does it. Yeah. Cunty chair. So, uh, this is going to be a bit of a different episode, because we're not going to do a commentary this week. No, we're not. We're going to do a review. A review. Uh, And we're reviewing uh, uh, a movie that's not out yet, and possibly the other reason why I might cut out the cunty bits and the fucking your daughter joke is because I just realised that this is also a review for a movie that uh, the PR (laughs) company might want to listen to. Yes, they might. Hello, PR company. I don't give a fuck. Actually, I don't care. I honestly don't care. Uh, This is uh, Close Range. Scott Atkins. Same as you, Fire. Ah! Oh, 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 
find out she's hurt, then I'm gonna make you pay. Understand? So, Close Range, starring Scott Atkins, uh, directed by oh, Florentine, which people will remember from our Cold Harvest show. Yes. And, um, well, what is the synopsis? Uh, Scott Atkins plays a guy who was in the military, who was all, like, um, kick-ass and cool and amazing, and he got, like, dishonorable discharge because he refused to do something that would have led to the death of his men. It's a bit like the Marine, uh, the John Cena movie. Like, he refuses a direct order because it would have led to death of his men. Uh, and he saves lives, but he gets discharged. And then he is, or he escapes, or he runs away, or something. He's on the run. I don't know. All of he's it vague. The... He's, he's on the rag. Um, <laughs> it's his time of the month. And he needs somewhere to buy some industrial-sized ass tampons. Because the gushing... Is unbearable. Unbearable. Uh, that's that's not really the story. Uh, so he's mili- ex-military. That just like I love in these action movies where there isn't much script, where ex-military covers a multitude of talents. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it could have just been the chef. Yeah, right. He, he, yeah, right. Like Seagal. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's just like oh, so how come he can do all this amazing stuff and do martial arts and jump over cars and. Ex-military. Oh, well, that explains it then. Because most of the ex-military people I've met can barely get up off the couch. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I don't mean that. I love the veterans um, who eat a lot of burgers. So, um, so you know, when World War, we see World War II and it's Remembrance Sunday. Yeah. And you see those old boys on... Normandy Beach. Yeah. And they're in the wheelchairs. Yeah. And they've always got they've got that rug over the legs. Yeah. I don't look at them and think, ex military. No. Bit dangerous, him. But he could take out Scott Adkins. I don't think it. No, but they could. Each and every one of them. In the in the in the day. Because underneath that blanket is a uh, motorized, highly loaded cock um, shaped gun. (laughs) that they can uh, pull out at a moment's notice. The Queen allows them to keep it. Um, oh, even though... that, now, that is the expendables I want to see. Those fuckers on the beach have to take down if somebody started invading again. Yeah. That would be an awesome film. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Uh, and I would definitely watch it. Uh, yeah, like... Um, well, they're doing uh, the Dad's Army movie, aren't they? Which is a bit better, I suppose. Yeah. With Toby yeah. Jones and... Uh, Steven, uh, Steven, is it Steven Nye? Bill Nye. Nye. Bill Nye, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's coming out. That not too bad, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, Scott Atkins is ex-military, can do a whole bunch of kick-ass stuff. His niece has been kidnapped by some very bad men south of the border, Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> the lot of them. Uh, uh, Donald Trump's just tuned in and gone, what? Yeah, Donald Trump's tuned in and gone, I told you all Mexicans <laughs> are crime lords. Um, sadly, in this movie, all Mexicans are They are all criminals. criminals. Uh, especially the leading Mexican, Jefe, who has the big cowboy hat. 
was like, I will take you down, Scott Atkins. At any point, I just was like, Scott Atkins could eat you, shit you out, and kick you over a wall for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Because um, he's a little portly man in a cowboy hat being all like, I will crush you. Yeah, he's no, not very exciting. <laughs> no. Um, and he has a seemingly never-ending line of nephews, nieces, and henchmen to throw at Scott Atkins, all of whom are dispatched. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so his niece uh, has been uh, kidnapped um, because her stepfather uh, does, and the local sheriff do dodgy deals with this Mexican cartel, and uh, he took some money or took some drugs or took something from the cartel, and so to get it back, they have uh, kidnapped his niece. Scott Atkins uh, goes to get his niece back, and this happens straight away. There's no build-up. No. It just gets straight to it. Starts off. Yeah, there he is, kicking the shit out of some Hispanics. And um, what? it's... <laughs> what? I told you all Mexicans were criminals and rapists. Um, so he goes in, beats a lot of them up, and as he's stealing the niece, the uh, keychain that he's got to unlock the, the handcuffs uh, or whatever... Um, has a drive on it, a, a uh, thumb drive. Thumb drive. Thumb drive, that has all the economics of this drug cartel on it, and it's the only place it exists. Yeah. You're a bit careless leaving it on a chain, yeah. then. It has all my porn on it. This is everything I need. <laughs> then why didn't you put it in a safe? I never thought of that. Oh bollocks! Uh, <laughs> I gave it to my dumb nephew. He's a fucking asshole. He fuck uh, up. He fuck up. Um, <laughs> so Scott Atkins has the thumb drive. They show up at the sister's house. Scott Atkins is hiding in the uh, guest uh, house, which is completely unfurnished. There's hay in it. So it's a guest house for, for horses. Or maybe my mother-in-law. Uh, I don't have a mother-in-law anymore. Basically, a farmhouse in southern uh, Texas uh, is under siege by a never-ending stream of Mexicans. <laughs> Everyone dies except Scott Atkins, his sister, and his niece. That's it. Yeah, so it's, it's a very basic plot, uh, and it's like the makers said, right, we've got a script, we've got some money together, let's go and make this quickly. Got the yeah, stunt it's, coordinators it's sort, of a, in. it's sort of an odd one for sort of Atkins and Florentine to do, unless, like, I think what Florentine is trying to do is figure out the uh, way to film raid style, like where you keep the camera rolling and you sort of balletically move the camera in and out and around the action while the action seemingly takes place in real time. It felt like with every fight scene, that's what he was doing. Yeah, like it's like they're gearing up for an undisputed four, right? Um, and it's not, but it's a great action film because the action is fucking superb. Yeah, I described it sort of like mid-tier Van Damme. It's definitely like a Van Damme plot. It's very much like uh, Nowhere to Run. I was going to say Nowhere to Run, except he's an escaped prisoner, isn't he? Yeah, he is in that. Yeah, but uh, the action is. Just fucking superb. It's a bit like Steven Seagal in a way because in this you never, you're never in fear that Scott Atkins is going to get put down. No, 
Not at all. Although there were some surprising kills. I didn't expect everyone to die the way they did. Well, what I liked was the, the brother of the uh, guy who he kills at the start comes along and you think he's going to be the big bad that he has to f- face at the end. Yeah. And halfway through, he has a great fight scene with him, but he gets put down. Yeah, there's and... no real big bad, is there? No, no. Uh, and there's a kill at the end that sort of, in another film, it would have been, oh, we'll let him live. But no, the 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 main guy, one of the main guys at the end dies. And it's... Which know, I thought you, was kind of weird. Yeah, it's like they were trying to break so many rules with it. But also the fact that it just went on forever with him looking at the, <laughs> the handcuffs or the gun, the handcuffs mm. or the gun. Like... I, see, to me, you know, was that guy bad? Yeah, but he wasn't, like, really, really bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was kind of... Nah, he's just kind of like the bloke who's just a bit corrupt because he wants to provide a bit more for his family. Right, so, like, to me... Because uh, like, what I was thinking is I was thinking, if the authorities show up, right, Scott Atkins is, like, shit out of luck. But if he keeps the sheriff alive and the, the sister and the niece alive, then they can say, well, these guys attacked our house, killed my husband, and the sheriff and his men... Saved us. Saved us. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. they can make that stick, even though it would be, like, horribly unbelievable that the sheriff took all these people down. <laughs> but... You could do that, and that would be a way to kind of, like, wrap it up and have Scott Atkins be able to ride off into the sunset, which he does anyway, without the kind of police on his trail, you know, or without the military police on his trail. But Yeah, because, I mean, I was sitting there at the end of the film thinking, how the fuck are they going to explain that? Right. Because she can't say, oh, yeah, we did it all. Yeah, right, exactly. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, that would have made a... I thought that's the way it was going to go... And yeah, instead, I, I, the sheriff was like, do I disgrace myself in front of my kid? Because the sheriff has this kid, right, that you hear on the phone that he's, you know, it's his only kid kind of thing. Do I disgrace myself in front of my kid by being arrested? Or does I, do I die with my kid loving me? Do you know what I mean? That was kind of the decision he made, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> kind of. But it was just, I don't know. To yeah, me, it's, it's a solid three and a half out of five movie to me. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, like, like I said, for the action set pieces alone. I mean, the action, of five, the action is five out of five. You know what I mean? Oh, it is, yeah. It's like yeah. Atkins and Florentine doing the raid. Yes, it is. In terms of the style of acting. I mean, I was watching it and I said to you, if someone watches this and doesn't cast Scott Atkins in the remake of the raid, <laughs> it's, you know, they're idiots. Because I don't well, know anyone else who could do it. No, or just give him a big fucking movie of his own. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, I don't want the raid remade either. I'm just saying, if it has to be, I don't think be, it is being remade anyway. If it has to be remade, <coughs> well, doesn't Gareth Evans want Scott Atkins? Isn't that who he wanted? I think he said that's who he wants, but I don't think it, that he's going ahead now. Good. I mean, the, t- the trouble is with something like that. The time has passed. You know what I mean? There's already been two Raid movies. The third one's not coming along forever. 
there doesn't really need to be a remake at this point. You know what I mean? No one's clamoring for it. The time has passed. You know. Um, well, why, but, do you, why do you need a remake? It's it's not that plot heavy that you need. You know. No, but then it's need... like anything. Like, why are we getting a Life Force remake? It's like who sat down and went, okay, what mid eighties quasi sci fi horror have we not fucked up yet? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, That's a film that definitely doesn't need a remake. There's not many films that need a remake anyway. But no, uh, no, no films that I like anyway. No, but that's definitely not one that needs a needs a remake. No. <clears throat> She's um, pretty much perfect in that. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but no, I mean, Close Range. There's not really a lot to say about it, to be honest. Um, you know, Scott Atkins is very good in it. Um, He's awesome in it. The I act- think the acting's the acting across is not bad at all. It's not bad at all. By the way, the guy who plays the uh, boyfriend or husband or stepdad or whatever it is who gets shot in the head, um, he uh, is a sort of country rock singer guy. I've seen him in a few things. Who does the song at the end? Does that he? really, really, really kick-ass song, which I'll play at the end of this podcast. Um, that I found on, uh, yeah, I found it on uh, Spotify. It's called Jake LaBoz or something. Oh, uh, Let's have a look. Because I'll play the song at the end, but. Uh... Yeah, Jake LaBotz. LaBotz, that's it. Botty Bots Botsworth, that's his name. He's um, in Rambo as well. Yeah. Um, and he does that song that's at the end. Which Everybody is... got to fall down. It's cool. Which I liked a lot. I like this song a lot. Do you remember that one, dude? I do. I like that a lot. I thought it was I like good. that. I like that kind of music. Yeah, me too. I'm going to put it at the end of the uh, the end of the podcast. Yeah, he's been in a few things. He has. I'm going to say that he's going to win an Oscar in 2018. Um, it does seem like he's got this deal where he goes, "Yeah, I'll be in your film, but I also have also got to do a fucking song for it." Yeah, which I've no problem with. I've got not got a problem with it. I like his could, music. Could be worse. It could say, "I'll do. I'll be in your film. I've got to get my cock out in it," and then I'd be like, "We've got Ivy Keitel, mate. He gets his cock out in everything. We yeah. don't need you as well." I saw uh, fingers with Harvey Keitel in it recently, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give you three guesses as to whether you see his cock in it or not. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the seventies. It's cool, Fingers. It's not full frontal cock. Um, oh, is it side cock? No, well, it's, <laughs> it's from the front, but it's underneath a T-shirt. You see merely a glimpse. Oh, nice. He's having a prostate exam. All right, OK. Jim Brown's in that as well. Is Jim Brown, isn't it? Not very Is long. it good, is it? Yeah. Is it a good film, is it? it yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I, I wouldn't rush out and see it, but it's not bad. It was good. I enjoyed it. Well, I, I mean, don't know. I do like Kaitel Cock. Oh, well, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to freeze frame it, but uh, <laughs> definitely worth a shifty if you like Kaitel Cock. 
That's the new documentary I'm thinking about making. Cartel Cock. All the films that he's got his cock out in. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get all of his 70s work in there. Because he did like to whap it about a bit. So I suppose the fingers are the fingers that go up his ass for the prostate then. That's exactly what the fingers refer to. Ah, see. Yeah, that and the fact he's a piano player. But I mean, I, that I think that's like a secondary <laughs> thing. I think that's like a metaphor or one of those things. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I know what it means. You know what it means. It means prostate exam. It means up your bum. Um, you shitter. Shitter. So, uh, no, but uh, I mean, close range. I mean, you know, Florentine is. Um, a fantastic director. I think it's directed very well. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just, like it's, say, there's not much to it, that's all. No, I mean, it's just, it's what you want to watch when you've got, because it's not a long film either. No. 80 no. minutes. Oh, it's, it's not a long weird. film, no. So you've got 80 minutes spare. You want to watch a bit of action. Fucking perfect. You could do worse, my son. You could. You could. You could watch 80 minutes of... A uh, Donald Trump rally. Yeah, yeah. Well, going to proctologist is better than that. So, should we answer some of our questions? Let's do that. All right. So, from your uh, question, okay, girls, guys, squirrels, and frogs, we're recording later. Speak or ask a question now. Forever hold your blanks. I think you mean to say cock. Uh, Jason Ritter says butts. You're wrong. Ah, Ritter again. He meant to say big unwieldy cocks. Uh, Mark Byrne says, Walther PPK. Oh, I see. Forever hold your Walther PPK. I see what you mean. Okay. Uh, okay, chaps, here is my question. As this year is almost at an end and there are only a few films left to arrive at cinema, which film or films are you both looking forward to next year? I'm looking forward to potential John Wick and the Kingsman sequels as they both blew me away this year. Uh, to be honest... Um, because I've kind of stopped watching a lot of trailers and, and sort of looking online for news and things, I don't know what's coming out next year. Uh, the only one I can think of is uh, the, 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 is um, uh, Captain America 2. Right. So let's uh, have a look. Let's bring up a list Job here. Week 2, definitely. That's out next year, definitely. Pretty sure, anyway. So we've got uh, Independence Day Resurgence. I'll go and see that. Don't know. Uh, apparently, The Hateful Eight is getting a release on Jan 8. I thought it was getting a release on Christmas Day, is it not? I think it is in America. Okay. Um, let's have a look now. Oh, Ride Along 2. <laughs> um, the Lady in the Van. No. Yeah. Um, Dirty Grandpa. Didn't yeah. that already get released? Uh, who is it? Ooh, Ip Man 3. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I'll see that. Uh, 13 Hours, what's that? The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Yeah. So I'm, lo I'm looking forward to Ip Man 3. Deadpool. Deadpool, yes. Uh, Touched with Fire. No, not really. Um, wait a minute, they're doing a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon sequel? Yeah. Is Triple Nine, I'm going to see that. That looks good. Michelle Yeo in it? Yeah, probably. 
Bone Tomahawk's coming out for my birthday. It's already out over here. All right. Uh, what do we think about... London not... Has Fallen. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to London Has Fallen, definitely. Because I love Olympus Has Fallen. And yeah. the trailer did look really good. Really, really good. The Brothers Grimsby. Yeah. Scott Atkins is in that. Is he? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, he's in that. Um, hello, my name is Doris. Yeah. Oh, Ghostbusters. No, not looking forward to that. <laughs> and I don't care about Batman versus Superman. I'll see that. I'll see that. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, Barbershop, the next cut. I was hoping they would do another sequel to the uh, Fantastic. You said that when I last saw you in London. You said, uh, fucking hell, they're doing a new Barbershop film. Yeah, no, definitely. Pine in here. Is there a movie coming out literally called Keanu? Is there? I've no idea. <laughs> Oh, it's a, key, it's a Key and Peele movie. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Not heard of it. Don't care about it. Uh, uh, oh, they're doing a sequel to The Huntsman. Yeah. Uh, Captain America Civil War. So that's two so far. It Man 3 and Captain America Civil War. There's a few I, uh, I'm going to see. John Wick 2 being... Probably the most anticipated. London has fallen. What the fuck? Captain They're making America. their neighbours too. Yeah, because it made money. Yeah, but who gives a fuck <laughs> about any of them? <laughs> Independence oh Day resurgence. I, w- I want to watch that. My big fat Greek wedding too. That's yeah. what we all wanted, isn't it? Um, Born 5. Yeah, I'll go and see that. Uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, want to see that as well. Um, Hail Caesar, Cohen's. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. Definitely want to see Hail Caesar. Oh, Mechanic Resurrection. Yes, yes. Oh, Point Break remake. The most uh, pointless remake ever. Uh, scrolling down now. Revenant. I think that looks boring as shit. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Ah, oh, is that about Christmas time? That Apparently about coming out October 21st. Oh, nice. Apparently. Nice. Doctor Strange, yeah. not sure if I'm interested in that or not. Atkins is in that as well, isn't it? Bendy Dick Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah, you're not selling. No. Just the fact that it's got Atkins in, I've got to go and see it. Yeah, if you look on Grimsby, Scott Atkins is listed huh. in the credits. Right next to Rebel Wilson and Sasha Bowen, Bar- Baron Cohen. It doesn't look like a particularly strong year, but... No, it doesn't. But uh, I thought about this year, and this year's been the best, best year since 1973. Really? No. I no, thought... taking a piss. I thought this year had been pretty shitty. I've enjoyed quite a few films this year, but uh, it's not like my favourite year, 1962. So, so Hail Caesar comes out February 5th in the States. Here's your birthday movie. Uh, Deadpool comes out for my birthday. Is that February 12th? February 12th, yeah. Nice. So I'll go see that, as does Zoolander 2. I'll go see Deadpool. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Triple Nine 
What is this now? Yeah, triple uh, nine that I posted about. Yeah, open road movie. Yeah, with, that, uh, yeah, that looks. I think that looks. Kate Winslet, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, she said she's not going to do any more sex. Who said that? It's, Kate Winslet says she's not going to keep a tit, get tits out now in any films, doesn't she? Well, I wish she wasn't beforehand. Um, but uh, London has fallen March fourth. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Um. Oh, it's a Louis Leterrier movie, The Brothers Grimm. Yes. yes. The, the trailer's actually pretty funny. And Sasha uh, Baron Cohen. Is it an yeah. action movie? The the trailer starts off as an action movie, and then there's a comedy scene. I mean, it don't look the funniest film you're ever going to see, but it don't look bad at all. I'll go and see it. I shall go and see it. Yeah, so that's it, Mark. There we go. We answered your question. I will edit that into so that there's not so many big gaps. Uh, next question from Dean Garman. Uh, if Mickey Rourke still had his old face, would he still... Isn't his face already old? Oh, his yeah. old face. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Had his face, his young face, his normal Angel face. Angel heart. Uh, would he still have been good in The Wrestler? I've only seen the first half an hour of The Wrestler and I turned it off. What was your feeling? Uh, uh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, if he had his old face, would it work? Uh, probably not. Because <laughs> he'd have been too handsome, you see. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, who cares? Don't care. Um, not, not that I don't care about your question, Dean. I just don't know. Uh, uh, no, I don't think it'd have worked. I think he needed to look like that. He yeah. looks surprisingly puffy around his jowls. That's, that's a good, good answer right there. So Jason Ritter says, Toaster, because it mine, I saw it first. No oh. idea what the fuck that means, Jason. Have you, have you taken <laughs> your pills today? <laughs> and then he says, I will punch it, you touch it, because it's Black Friday. It's not Black Friday yet. No. But um, thank you. Yeah, Racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, CJ Jones says the most surprisingly enjoyable film of the year so far. Uh, for me, it's probably going to be either Big Game or Cop Car. Yeah. Uh, most well, surpri- surprising meaning I didn't know what to expect and I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, I went in absolutely expecting to hate Terminator Genesis and came out going, oh, I enjoyed that. It was all right. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't make me want to uh, put put my penis in a blender. No, enjoyed it. Good. I enjoyed it. Excellent. I caught his shit. But, but yeah, why do they keep that. putting him in stuff? Yeah, and why it's always, do they keep putting him in the stuff? The fifth film in a series. Die Hard Five, Terminator Five, Bastards. But yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, most surprisingly enjoyable film. Oh, Jurassic uh, World as well, I'll add yeah, to that. Yeah, also, I thought I was going to love it anyway, but I didn't realise how much I'd love it. Run all night. Yeah. I fucking love that film. I would say uh, Jurassic World uh, was probably was probably my my most surprising like big budget thing. Yeah, because I thought you'd fucking hate it. Um, so I did enjoy that. 
Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed that. It's just a big monster movie. Right. And I thought it was going to be a bit shit. Well, they left it to monsters, which was good. The, yeah. the, the actors in it were completely I, secondary. I do feel fine. The best thing to do now is just go into every film thinking, this is going to be shit. Yeah. Oh, Mordecai, uh, which, weirdly enough, uh, our New Year's Eve um, show that we all did where we talked about... Um, oh, yeah, Mordecai, yeah. Where we talked about... Uh, 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 I bought that cheap. I've not watched it yet. Is it, is it good, it, is it? What, what was... The, Indiana Jones. We talked about Indiana yeah. Jones last New nah, Year's show. Nah, we didn't really. No. Um, <laughs> any more than we've really talked about close range in this show. Uh, and I really slag off Mordecai. I actually surprisingly enjoyed that movie. I thought it was quite fun. That's good. Um, the Boy Next Door? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I didn't even see that. Well, I saw a scene from it, but not, not the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, what, what else? So... I think that's it for me. Yeah? That's it for me, yeah. I've only seen those films. Not really. Although I did like Legend with Tom Hardy. Didn't see it. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, the biggest cinematic disappointment from Mark Burns. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. <clears throat> Fast 7. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, I really I don't like that series anymore. The You're last kidding time. me? No, I really... I, I, I've got it, and every time I go to put it on, I just think, no, I don't enjoy it. But I'm a statum completist, so I've got to have it. But I didn't enjoy it. Wow. Really? Yeah. I loved it. I, I, I like... I mean, uh, no, they haven't topped five yet. But I love no, that. No, no, no. That, that's the thing. I don't think they're ever going to top five because it's gone into superhero realm where Dominic Toretto can punch through a fucking brick wall. Yeah, but have you read that next, the next one they want to do, they're going to scale back on the trying to top themselves thing and go back to like telling a different story again? If they could do that, brilliant. But uh, I don't know. See, the more ludicrous it gets for me, the happier I am, I think. Uh, I like the fact that they drove through a plane at the end of six, and I like the fact that they dropped a, you know, um, a parking, a car park on top of uh, Vin Diesel and Jason Statham, and they walked away without a scratch. I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, like I say, I, I do love Fast Five. So. You didn't like don't... six either. No. <laughs> Why have we like never that. talked about this? I don't. I have told you. In no. like sort of chats, yeah, I don't, I don't really, really just don't, they just don't, I don't know. I love the scenes with Jason Statham and Kurt Russell and Tony Jaw, but the rest of them, I'm just sort of, just sort of like, oh, you know, and I feel bad because Paul Walker died. Yeah. But uh, no, I, if they don't make another one, I'm not going to give too much of a shit. Oh, they're making eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, I thought they would. And they're doing spin-offs. Of course they are. Um. Because uh, Vin Diesel reckons it can be as big as the Marvel Universe. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I actually went... Oh, here's another one. I actually went to see Vin Diesel in The Witch Hunter. Mm. Enjoyed it. 
You're joking. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking awful, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, no, no, the thing is, right? If you love the, if you love a film, that's fantastic. And I know people who did you fast- see it? No, oh. <laughs> no, I uh, stayed away. Um, oh, one that I thought was a cinematic disappointment. To get back to the question, uh, the gunman with Sean Penn. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, very disappointing. I'll tell you, the, the most surprisingly enjoyable film of the year so far, because I think, didn't think we'd realise how good it was, was Mad Max. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised by that, but because I'd heard a lot of the stuff before I went in to see it. But yeah, uh, it was it, it, it's still surprisingly fucking good. The See, only thing, only thing that lets it down for me is Tom Hardy. The only thing that lets it down for me is Tom Hardy. Mm. Um, Tomorrowland, I was surprisingly happy with that. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, it's, you know, it to me, it flashed me back to like the time that I first saw, uh, you know, Raise the Lost Ark or Howard's Dark or you know, one of those movies, one of those, like, adventure movies that you used to watch as a kid that just, like, rattled along and was kind of fun, you know what I mean? And it really reminded me of, of those kind of movies. Yeah, I I, enjoy, I really enjoyed Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah, me too, I, I love it. It's just one of those films that you just stick on and just watch. I want Clooney to do, like, a grumpy old Indiana Jones-style franchise. I'd, I'd go for another Tomorrowland too, I just liked him being grumpy and old and having this house that like had all yeah, these booby it's... traps and stuff and I loved all that. I thought it was really good. It just goes to show that George Clooney can pretty much do anything he wants, really. Yeah. And I liked I liked what he did. I thought it was really, really good, and I can't wait to see him back with the Coens again. Spy, I was surprised by that. That was surprisingly pleasant. I enjoyed that a lot. Um uh, what else was a disappointment, though? Just scrolling through now. Should just say that we've both seen Star Wars. That was shit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was shit. <laughs> uh, San Andreas. I was. It was okay, but I wasn't. It wasn't what I wanted. I wanted um, the Rock to be like, you know, pulling land masses back together and chewing through boats with his teeth, and he didn't do any of that. No. Uh, uh, you, was Maggie disappointing for you? I've still not seen it. Oh, Maggie was massively disappointing. Maggie was... Mag, no, that's it. Maggie was my by far my largest disappointment in 2015. It was atrocious. It was fucking awful. And if you, if you want to know why I thought that, I refer you to the After Movie Diner episode where James and I covered it. Yeah, I've not seen it. Because I know you hated it. Don't so bother. Just, uh, Don't yeah. bother, dude. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. You know those, like, twatty, mumblecore indie movies where nothing happens and the camera, like, flaps around a grey cornfield for 45 minutes? All of them. It's that. And uh, I'm right. not kidding. Yeah, uh, that, that don't appeal to me. Oh, fucking awful. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> um... Ant-Man uh, was okay, wasn't great, wasn't awful, was okay. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it. It's one of those that's... It's a, it's a better origin story for him because it's more like a heist film. Right. Oh, uh, where, where did you fall on Rogue Nation? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Pretty loved good, it. right? Yeah, I loved the shit out of that film. 
That's really enjoyed that. That's actually my top five of the year. Oh, it is? Yeah. I haven't done my top ten yet. I have, there's a whole bunch I still need to see. Trumbo, I have to see that. I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, Kung Fury was fucking awesome. It was. Spectre. Uh, it was, Spectre was the weirdest thing for me because watching the movie in the cinema, I enjoyed it up until awesome. the last four minutes. What? It's awesome while you're watching it. Then you sort of get out and you go, yeah. Yeah, you really yeah. do. Like, you, while you're watching it, you're like, fuck yeah. Except the last four minutes, which suck. The last four minutes just fucking suck. And then, because I skip away into the distance holding the lady's hand, because that's what Bond would do. Um, that really fucking sucked balls. But when I came out of it and I started to dissect the rest of the movie, it's also shit. <laughs> like the rest of the movie is stunningly shit and the action in it is really bad there's nothing in it that's particularly spectacular at all uh, the only good fight scene is the fight scene on the train and that was borrowed wholesale from from Russia with Love from Russia with Love it's not the worst Bond film it's certainly not the best no the worst Bond film is uh the third and fourth Brosnan ones. I like World Is Not Enough. I like that. My, my Yeah, my worst Bond films, Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, I quite like the little gay villains. Yeah, I like them. I could watch them all day. Um, oh, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing Krampus when it comes out. That looks fun. That does look fun. Looks silly yeah. and fun. Um, oh my god Alvin and the Chipmunks The Road Chip is coming out the same day as Star Wars <laughs> yeah. I think I think Alvin and the Chipmunks The Road Chip might just have the edge Yeah, Freya said to me oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks 3 is coming out I went, so? Uh, but no doubt I'll have to go and fucking see that I, went to, I had to take care What's incredible is is who who planned to release a movie on the same day as Star Wars The Force Awakens. I mean, seriously. Unless it's a movie that You've got features... some bollocks. Sorry? You've got some bollocks to say that. Ah, right. fuck it. I mean, unless, like, the other movies that are being released look like they're Bollywood movies, which is absolutely fine, because, like, I, I doubt there's much crossover. I'm not saying there is a crossover. <laughs> I'm just saying there's, there's, there's probably not much crossover. Actually, it might be genius, it might be genius because you might have like the dads going to take the lads to watch Star Wars, and the mums taking the kid, the girls to see Alvin and the Chipmunks. The, yeah, it, the road it, chip. It might work out well for them. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't either. Can you I'm believe just... that David O. Russell is making another fucking movie with Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro, and Bradley Cooper? I tell you what, the last time it happened, it was a good. Good for him, wasn't it? American it was. Hustle. It was. Because that I... didn't fail dramatically. Did it? I think it did. At the, I, I can't remember. It was up for loads of awards and it got fuck all. Right. It's, it looked, American Hustle looked like one of those films that they were just sort of like, we've got all the Oscars in the bag. But what a fucking Christmas day, dude. If I get to see these, I can go see Joy, The Hateful Eight and The Revenant. Uh, do you like the look of The Revenant? Sure. Fucking DiCaprio. I, well, I liked anything that Alejandro Inarritu does. I like his movies. 
You're definitely going to go and see Hateful Eight then. Hateful Eight? I have to, dude. He put Tim Roth in a movie. I love see, Roth. The thing is with Tarantino, uh, I know you didn't like... Did you like Django? You didn't, did you? Sorry? Did you like Django? No, Django sucked balls. See, I liked Django, uh, but it's... Django! But then I was, liked the originals. So. Yeah, it was 40 minutes too long. Yeah, it was about for me. three and a half hours too long for me. <laughs> but uh, you always think with Tarantino, because he could, The Hateful Eight could just be a fucking masterpiece. It's fucking Kurt Russell with a beard. I know, Kurt Russell with a beard, right? Getting an actual proper part as opposed to Death Proof, which can go fuck itself. Um, Tim Roth back in a Tarantino movie. Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, it, it, oh, it could be fucking amazing. Uh, it's Michael three Madsen, hour movie. Right? Yeah, it's another three-hour movie. I know. <laughs> I'm taking cushions and painkillers. And a uh, bottle to piss in. Uh, they've already got parents guide rated R for strong bloody violence, a scene of violent sexual content, language and some graphic nudity. Nice! So I like Chris- all that. I mean, that is Christmas Day, isn't it? Channing <laughs> Tatum's in it. Yeah. Who's he playing it? Don't know. Is he Prob- one of the hateful eight? Probably one of the guys who gets raped in the scene of violent nudity. <laughs> See, the thing is, with Channing Tatum, he'd do that because he's up for anything. He is. I kind of like him, you know. I don't mind Channing Tatum. He seems like he'll take the piss out of himself, and I, I respect that. I respect it too. So the last question we have... Uh, Jason Ritter asks well he first asks what action star throw the first punch on Black Friday and I'm like what is this with Black Friday he's got a th- and then he put if Black Friday was an action film who would star in it which is the first question he's written and the whole fucking thing that A makes sense and B is an actual sentence <laughs> if uh, Black Friday was an action film who would star in it let's just appease you Jason let's say The Rock no, let's not. <laughs> let's say Arnold Schwarzenegger in a sequel to Jingle All the Way, and I say let's get Jim Belushi back in it as well. Yeah, okay, uh, and let's get uh, Danny DeVito in it as well. Sure, as an elf. And the the Rock is in it, but Schwarzenegger beats him up and then takes a shit in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the R rated cut. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, what other questions do you want to ask the ones that people asked on my my one? Yeah, let me just find it. Uh, that's not it. Kurt Harper and Andreas Bixson. Yes, yes, let's have a look. Kurt Harper, did you guys see Wolf Warrior? Was that movie batshit crazy or what? Scott was pretty badass. I've not seen it yet. I've got I've, it upstairs on DVD. I've not yet. seen it either. What is this, Wolf Warrior? It's filming made in is it China? Um I'm not I think he's a I think he's a bad guy. Oh but that it, was my other cinematic disappointment that I didn't get to see the um John Cusack Jackie Chan movie. They never fucking released it over here. No, they're releasing it uh, it's on DVD next year. Yeah, but it's a big um they did it in three D and the whole thing, like it was gonna be a big fucking epic. I wanted to go see it. I thought, how fucked up would that be? to go see, like, a two-and-a-half-hour Chinese epic movie with Adrian Brody and John Cusack in it. I don't want to see it on Blu-ray. I want to see it in the cinema. Maybe they uh, passed on it because they thought, Adrian Brody, 3D, knows. <laughs> that, 
that might scare people. Right. Uh, I tell you what, the bag man, John Cusack, that was a. That was two years ago, though, dude. That was, uh, was 2014. It? Yeah. Shit, I only watched it this year because it was only released on DVD this year. It's yeah. good, though, right? It is a very good film. I enjoyed that. So, Wolf Warrior, I don't have that one, do I? No, you don't. It's been released there on Blu ray. Oh, I need to pick it up then. Yeah, we've only got the DVD. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch that. And, uh, we'll I both shall... pick it up and then we'll answer that question down the road, Kurt. Yes. Uh, Thank John you Cross, very much for your question. Called John Cross saying, hey, ask us questions, everybody. Lots of you. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Andreas Begson, will Scott Atkins have a mullet? I think not, but will he be named Boudreaux? And that is regarded Scott Atkins in the Hard Target 2. Right. Um, I don't see him on the set having a mullet in any of the pictures. No. Uh, I don't think it'll be called Boudreaux either. I think it'll be basically hard tar- a remake of Hard Target, uh, but just calling it Hard Target 2. I think it'll be the same storyline, more or less. Is Van Damme in it? I don't know, actually. I don't know if he is in it. He should be in it. He should be in it. I mean, it's not even listed on IMDb yet, is it? Hard Target 2. Wow. So uh, Scott Atkins' Facebook page giving us the uh, very early scoop on that. Yep, there's nothing on uh, IMDb about it. I'm not even sure they've have they announced Kindergarten Cop 2 yet on there. No, are they doing one? Yeah, oh, it is on there now. 2016. What? In post-production. Don't what? You know, don't you know who's in it? Who's in it? It's a big action. Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Right, 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 right. I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I shall... uh, I'm actually looking forward to that. (laughs) Uh, Well, quite. Um, I did like uh, um, Dolph Lundgren in um, Skin Skin Trade. Trade. That was a good film. I enjoyed that. It was excellent. Uh, Sorry, dude. I'm getting hungry and tired now. Um, So let's um, wrap up then uh, with um, a... Close range. Did you have any more to say on it? No, not really. I mean, there's not too much to say about it. There's no intricate plot, uh, but the action scenes are incredible. They are really good. I mean, it it follows on pretty much from uh, what they did in Ninja Two uh, with regards to action scenes. I still prefer Ninja Two, though. I do because I think the whole film, as a whole, with storyline and everything, is better. Like I say, what I think it is, it just feels like they're getting ready for Undisputed 4. And it's like, uh, we've got some spare cash to, let's go and get this made. Let's work out fight techniques, how it's going to look. And uh, So why have Statham and Scott Atkins not done a movie together yet? I don't know, because Scott Atkins should be bigger. Scott Atkins should be in the Jason Statham mould now where he's getting these action films with a higher budget because he, he, he can act he's got the right look he can kick ass I think I think he I think he should test for the next Bond I really Bond do I think I think if if Bond if I tell you what now this is what I think about Bond it can no longer sustain 
um, the plots, right? They're not going to have him go up against terrorism for some reason or other. They've completely fucked with Quantum and Spectre and all these like groups. They've got rid of them all already, even though they could have spun out another 10 years worth of storylines from them. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of all them instead. And I think the only way to go with Bond from now on would be like a proper fucking kick-ass action heavy action spy movie where it's like here's a bad guy here's all his henchmen here's a tight two-hour kick-ass action fest like i say that the only way to keep making bonds as far as i'm concerned is to make them all like license to kill that's all i'm saying Mm. well you see the thing is tom cruise is doing great spy films i think yeah um but that's because mission impossible is allowed to uh be a little camp at times like they're allowed to do the humor and they're allowed to do the masks and they're allowed to do the flashy cars like there's really no limits on it whereas with bond the trouble with bond is and especially my problem with the last two is that they're imposing like craig and um mendez mendez are imposing too much of what they want in the movies and it's just really fucking annoying me because it's like it's not what the rest of us want. Like, I want a Bond movie to be a Bond movie. I want it to have girls and gadgets and cars. and Like, I want it to be a little fantasy, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I think... See, I think there's a difference between... Dan, Daniel Craig seems like a real sourpuss. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do another one. Well, fuck off, then! Yeah, and then you've got, like... <laughs> and you've got Tom Cruise, who makes Mission Impossible, and they go, do you still enjoy doing it? And he's like, I love hanging off side of fucking aeroplanes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the difference. He yeah. wants to do them. I yeah, it's... I completely and utterly agree. And I fucking I've hated Craig as Bond, um, mainly because of that attitude, and mainly because of this idea of um, making Bond quote unquote realistic or gritty or dark means that it can't have any humour in it, and it can't have, you know, like oh. It's this idea that drives me nuts, that Mendes went, no, I don't want any gadgets, gadgets are stupid, but at the same time had a fucking ridiculous gay Hispanic villain who drops planes on, uh, sorry, drops trains on people in, in, in a way that he could never possibly have organised in a million years and who spends two hours and 20 minutes trying to kill Em when he could have walked up behind her in her house and shot her in the face. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> Say that, I did like Skyfall. <laughs> My favourite, I did, um, you see, the thing is, I really did enjoy Casino Royale. Quantum, Quantum of Solace, I really like the action. Skyfall, I really enjoyed. Quantum Spectre. of Solace is the only 
one that's a Bond movie. The other three are shit. The only one that's a Bond movie is Quantum of Solace, and I don't care whether people like it or not. It's got great kick-ass action. It's got a villain that's actually... Like, of all the villains in all of the Bond movies that Craig has done that are supposedly meant to be realistic, the only one that's actually realistic is the one from Quantum of Solace, because he's the only one who's a massive businessman who is buying up natural resources so he can sell it back to the poorest countries at a profit, which is exactly what business people do. It's the only realistic spy level storyline in the whole fucking lot of them well, the next time he's going up against the uh, general manager of Tesco <laughs> <laughs> I mean as John pointed out when I was talking to John about Spectre just what exactly is their plan he's like this is technology bond and and what are you doing with that I am spying on you killing this girl's father so what, what does that mean? Why? Like, the, oh. <laughs> well, it's like the... Uh, I have built this entire network of billions of dollars just to get you, Bond, my brother. Why? Go up <laughs> behind him in a shower with a pickaxe and just kill him. Like, oh. Yeah, I mean, he's a bit of a pissy villain, isn't he? You've done all this just to get, get at me. Yes. I don't even remember who you are. <laughs> oh, you fucker. <laughs> You ruined my life. You made me kill my daddy. It just, the whole thing was off. <laughs> because just as we got to his lair in the desert, and I was like, yes, come on, I've sat through so many crappy action sequences. Like, why did he get in a plane to chase some jeeps down a mountain? Why? What was that? And then what did he do when he was in the plane? Get shot at and nothing else? Like, it was awful. Anyway... He gets to his big hideout in the desert, and I'm like, yes, let there be ninjas. Let there be a fucking <laughs> volcano. Yeah, let and it was fucking... every day off. Right, and he <laughs> sat around, and he went, I'm going to torch you in a little chair with needles. Oh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So he breaks out of the chair after all this thing, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, didn't he just, like, disable his motor functions and, like, erase his memory? Oh, no, he didn't, apparently. That was all a lie. Bond is somehow superhuman and immune to what he's talking about, so it doesn't matter. Okay, he breaks out of that, and I'm like, yes, let there be ninjas. Come on, let me fight a whole bunch of... Just fucking take the whole thing down. And Mendes blows it up in a second, and then it's cut to the next three endings we're going to have to the movie, because this movie needs three endings. I'm like, oh, Back to London. And uh, just just to just to say how much, how much I enjoyed Mission Impossible Five again, that finished in London was much better. It was much better. Although weirdly enough, I don't remember anything about Mission Impossible Five at all. <laughs> I see. I I remember the bike chase finishing in London, the start with the plane. But I I, I remember coming out going, I could have watched another hour of that. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed it, and I've got it arriving on Blu-ray soon. Is it out already? No, it's coming out in a couple of weeks. Not out here yet. No. But it's a damn good film. It is. It is a damn good film. Um, I quite agree. It's a fucking awesome film. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean... Uh, and Daniel Craig was far too old for her. You see now, I liked her. But again, <laughs> what a waste. He goes, I don't have to teach you anything, do I? And then... She's... Don't do fuck, fuck all. all. 
Fetchy comes up to him and goes, I think I might be in danger, Bond, help me. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought you were some kick-ass chick who knew how to do guns and fucking everything else. Like, oh. That's why Carrie Lowell will always be the best Bond girl, because she picked up a fucking shotgun and blew a hole in the wall of a bar. Yeah, and also what I didn't like was they made such a big fucking song and dance about Monica Bellucci. Oldest Bond girl. She's the oldest Bond girl. She's in it for two fucking scenes. Yeah. Shit for two scenes it goes, but James, they will come and kill me. So I'll give Felix a call. You never see Felix. But James, do it in my ass. It is so much tighter than my <laughs> wrinkly veg. Now that would have made it the best bomb film ever. <laughs> I can only come if you stick it in my shit, the James. <laughs> Mendez is going, Oscar, I'm gonna get another Oscar. Let me put on another scarf. And why did you say about doing it in a shitter, uh, Sam? Because <laughs> my bonds are all about realism. Uh, and Monica about... only likes it in a bum-bum. In a bum-bum. Um, it was awful. It was just... It was all awful. Um, uh, what was the other thing that was awful about it? <laughs> everything. Uh, just everything. I don't... I, 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 see, the thing is, I do... Like I say... Oh, no, what... the opening... Was really good. The opening was good. Really See, good. I, I did enjoy it, and I will watch it again. Uh, but I think it's just left I'll a bit of sour. Just to complain about it. Yeah, just it's a sour taste of Daniel Craig sort of being a dick about it. Dick about it. It's like, do you know how many people would kill to play James Bond? Yeah, just shut up, you fucking. Take your fucking blonde temp- Nancy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he must get like fifteen million a pop now for playing Bond. I'll do it. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it for I, 50 quid. I think I'd be an excellent Bond. I think I would. I think you and I could do it in like an oversized tuxedo and we both... Dri- two heads. Two heads. Two-headed like, Bond. Yeah, do it like uh, uh, how to get ahead in advertising. Yeah, or we do it in a fat suit like... Um, uh, uh, um, Russ Abbott. Russ Abbott used to do it. Yeah. Do a fat suit bond. Mm. I used to love it when Russ Abbott put on a fat suit. Did you see that video I posted of him doing the lie detector? No, sketch? I don't. No, no, no. It's yeah. fucking genius. You can't beat Russ Abbott. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a force field. He's got a force field. It's called Better Emberg. The stick bounces right <laughs> off her when you try and beat him. Uh, but we're coming up on the hour and a half mark, so uh, we should uh, call it a day. But um, I would suggest all us action fans go watch Close Range and just, in general, uh, I say support Scott Atkins in everything he does uh, because he should be bigger. He should be bigger. He should be Bond. I would go for a martial arts Bond. Do you know what I mean? Like, give me, give me like... Old school Bond villains where their plan is just to take over the world by erecting a giant diamond-filled hat or something. Yeah, it's always got to be like diamonds. Oh, we're using diamonds to cut into the Earth's core. Yes, I'm, I'm using diamonds in my wife's asshole and then reflecting the sun off it and then I'm using that to pierce the UN building. You know, whatever it is, right? And the villain has... A million henchmen, all of whom are ninjas. Yeah. And he has a, a, a lair in a fucking moon crater or something. 
And Atkins as Bond just has to get in a moon module, fly up there, and then kick the shit out of a million ninjas. Yeah, get Gareth Evans into uh, directing. Oh, can you imagine a Gareth Evans-directed Scott Atkins starring Bond movie? I mean, Mendes, I would just fucking... He would prolapse. Like, there would be <laughs> nothing left of him but a giant flappy waste of skin. Yeah, just, there's no realism. But the bottom line is, Sam, <laughs> Bond just took out fucking 12 ninjas. <laughs> 12 I come. Yeah. <laughs> what we don't seem to understand, Sam, is the last thing I want to do is see Bond sit around and talk to people and express his emotions. I want to see him put a gun in someone's mouth and blow out the back of their head. Did you just see Scott Atkins do that to 15 ninjas in a row? Did you? Shut up, No, I didn't. No, because he's too quick. You see, because he's a proper fucking hard man. Yeah. It's a killing machine. I I would even at this stage go for a Steven Seagal James Bond movie. Anything. Well, I've always said that. (laughs) I've always thought that Seagal reeks of Bond. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He's the right height. He's the right height. He's got the hair. He's, he's He's got all his own hair. Yeah, and also... And also Bond. all of someone else's hair. What? Yeah. <laughs> and Bond yeah. knows how to uh, enjoy a good meal. Yeah, he does. He knows all about gourmet chefery. Yeah, it's, I think we do know that Steven Seagal likes a meal. He likes three. Yeah, gourmet or not. He likes three for one meal. Yeah. He likes three meals for one meal. Yeah. yeah. That is the first James Bond that you see. is I'm taking you to a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have Johnny on set. But Bond doesn't have a sidekick. I don't go anywhere without Johnny. It's like, you know, at the end of uh, Living Daylights when he goes, I know a lovely restaurant in... <laughs> Where is it? Calcutta? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Goes, I know a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lovely place I can get a, a live boar to chew on. <laughs> what about me, James? Oh, you're not coming with me. Oh, fuck you, I'm going to punch you in the neck. <laughs> Set fire to you. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, that was it, dude. That's it. We're back. We're back. Um, so, yeah, let's try and do a commentary. Um, uh, let's try and do a commentary. Maybe actually uh, next week, December 2nd, I might be able to do something. What, what day is that? I don't know. That is the week today, isn't it? Well, it's the 25th. Is it Wednesday? Uh, Oh, right, no, dis- December, December. Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? December 2nd, or it might be a day when I'm at the cinema. I might be going to see True Romance with Claire at the cinema. Oh, OK. They've got um, a retro screening. Yes, yeah, uh, part of the BFI screening. They're only doing one showing in Leicester, and that's one of my favourite movies. Of course. It's where I got the name for the after movie, Diana. Yes, it is. It's where I got the name Clarence for my first daughter. Nice. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you, sir. Um, thanks ever so much again for doing this, and I'll edit that into something at some point. Excellent. I shall be enjoying listening to that five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking this road, trying to carry this load. 
got to fall down Sometimes everybody got to fall Everybody got to fall down Sometimes Thank God everybody got to fall With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.